guys. Welcome back to another episode of The Blondest Podcast. I'm your co-host, Tyler Jacoby. I am the host. Oh, the host. Savannah Boda. Absolutely. Trademark that. The host. The host. (laughs) I need... Do I think our uh, podcast guy is going to change my YouTube video photo? Because I looked at it this morning and I was like, who is that? Yeah. Who's that girly with those big, big, big titties? I sent her... (laughs) Big old titties. I sent her a screenshot and then she, she... Immediately discarded whatever I was sending her a screenshot of and zoned in on the profile picture. Yeah, I don't know who that is. Yeah, who is she? But what are we here to talk about? We need a fucking haircut, and this haircut man will not text me back. Haircut man? Yeah, I'm gonna start going to a man because my hairdresser's moving and she like doesn't really specialize in cuts anyway. And I wanna do that like 90s layered haircut that all the girls are getting. It's not super layered. I'll need to see a picture later. It's not bad. You're scaring me. It's not bad. I'll show you. I trust you. I trust you. But I just... No, it's literally just like layers. Do you not have any... I feel like you have layers now. Mm Mm-mm. You have no layers? Mm Mm-mm. Hmm. It's like this. Oh. That's cute. I know. I feel like your hair (laughs) looks like that. No. It could be better. But anyway, that's what I need to do. So, But hair man hates you. Well, he won't text me back. <laughs> that. I don't want to annoy him. I've like literally quadruple texted Ooh, him. She has quadruple texted him. Okay, but he won't answer and it's Wednesday. I'm supposed to get my hair cut and he won't answer me. Mm, and you want to get it done before you go to New York. Yeah. So, I'm not sure what to do. Is he in Dallas? Mm-hmm. Mm. I'm going to go before we do our Colorpolitan thing. So, Tyler, for Christmas, got me, while he reads this, a Colorpolitan. Um, it's like a, a color analyst. So, you know how people will, like, tell you, like, what your colors are. Like, they tell you if you're, like, a gold girly or a silver girly. And then they will, like, tell you if you're, like, I think it's called, like, a cool winter. Or you could be, like, a bright summer. Or you could be, like, a... Uh, I'm trying to think like a warm spring like there's so many different ones so it's like what your colors are that like your skin tone and would look best on you so I'm really excited to go get my color analysis and see what colors I am if I had to guess I think I'm a cool winter um, for sure or maybe a true winter I think I'm either I think I'm going to be winter for sure whatever they say it's going to be either a bright winter, cool winter, or a true winter. I think I'm winter. I think those are just the colors for Which me. one would like shock you the most if she said that? Um, Probably autumn. I feel like I'm not an autumn okay. at all. Like I don't think I look good in like mustard yellow or like maroony deep. You know what I mean? I feel like I'm better in like bright red or like bright blue. Okay. Or like powder blue, you know? Yeah. I feel like those are my colors, like light pink. I don't think I look good in like hot pink. You know what I mean? Yeah. What do I do with this? Um, See if he responds. I only double texted him today and double texted him on Friday. Yeah. No, for sure. I mean. It's coming up in three days, so I need to know. Yeah. I mean, he never confirmed. I think this may like be your sign that it's a red flag that like. He's really good though. He does like all the Dallas girls. Why not? He's so good. 
Yeah. Hmm. I need a good haircut person. Like so desperate. So desperately need a haircut. Yeah. Charlie's good too. I ain't going to that man. And I couldn't get in with him. You tried. No, but I don't think you'd take me. Mm. Be like, oh, I know you through X, Y, Z. Like, <laughs> I have no pool or any, like, person I could, like, use to get in. That's so funny. Yeah. I mean, you could do it. I don't think so. I could do it for you. Does he like you? No, but I know how to get stuff done when needed. Okay, well, get me a haircut, please, Bestie. <laughs> I need a haircut so bad. Uh, I need a haircut so bad, like... I'm literally about to try to do it myself. Mm, let Cyrus do it. Okay. <laughs> you probably get like the same results. No, literally. As if you tried to do it. So what are we here to talk about today? Um, We're here to talk about dermatilli- dermatillomania. Okay. Do you know what that is? Uh, Can I have a definite, can I have it used in a sentence, please? She suffers from dermatillomania. That's and it not- has taken over her life. Okay. Language of origin? I don't know what that means. <laughs> you never watched a spelling bee? Mm-mm. Aquila and the bee? Yeah, but that was like when I was like eight. We should rewatch that movie. That, that like movie is good movie. so good. Yeah, but- it's good. My hair looks like straw. It's been growing so fast. I'm going to just spiral on this podcast about my hair. I'm so upset. Look how dead it is. It just looks... Dry and dead. A little dry, yeah. Needs a little trim. Ugh, if you're a hairdresser in Dallas, I I just need like some like influencer clients to get me in because the thing is, all of these good hairdressers are like not seeing new clients. Yeah. And if you know someone, they can get you in. Speaking of, okay, will you text Jillian for me and be like, hey, how do I make Clint answer me? He hasn't confirmed my appointment. And I'll explain what we're here for today. Sorry, guys. Multitasking. On the podcast because my life is so stressful. Um, it should just be Jill. Okay. She I has think. like 14 million Jillian. Um, yeah. Say, and you can be like, I think I annoyed him. <laughs> I'm worried. But anyways, so dermatillomania is something that I personally have suffered with. And it's something that, you know, kind of comes and goes. So my earliest memory, I think, you know, for me, I didn't really realize that I had anxiety until probably high school, but a lot of these like symptoms of anxiety and just mental health started to manifest themselves when I was in middle school. So I would pick my hair like crazy guys. Speaking of hair, I would literally split, pick my split ends in class so much and like pull my hair out to the point where I had like three bald spots. And then my hair, I had to start getting and wearing extensions because my hair was like different lengths at different spots of my head because I would like pick all my hair out and I still do it sometimes, but not to the level that I did. But usually like when I'm nervous or I have anxiety or um, I don't feel like I'm in a safe space, like, I don't know, it just has always been kind of like my go-to to pick up my hair and literally to the point where underneath my desk would be just like a pile of blonde hair. Like, I'm not even kidding. Like there'd be so much hair on the floor that like I had teachers be like, hey, like, you're going to do that. Like pick up your hair before you leave for the next student because there'd be like blonde hairs all on the ground. And a lot of people would like talk about it and stuff in middle school about like how I like pulled my hair out and all of that. And I just had a lot of anxiety. Like I would not eat in the lunchroom 
I would actually sit and hide in the bathroom. I think I've talked about this on the podcast before, but I did that all through high school, all through middle school, where I would go to the bathroom and just like put my legs up on the seat and my feet up on the seat so people couldn't see like my shoes because one time I was in the bathroom after I had done this for like two years in middle school and a girl came in. She was like, there's Savannah Boda. Oh my God, look, it's her, it's her shoes. That's where she goes during lunch. And I got like spooked. I was like, they know. You know, so then I like changed bath a different bathroom in the school and then I would start putting my feet up so people couldn't see my feet. But um, I feel so weird in this hat today. I never wear a hat. I'm trying to get into my hat era. And since my hair looks like shit, we're wearing a hat. But anyways, what does this say? Hey, queen. So I texted him back yesterday trying to confirm everything the day and he never responded. I'm annoyed because I'm like two times yesterday, two times this morning does... Uh, that makes me sound kind of crazy. <laughs> if the shoe It was fits. not yesterday. It was Friday. Texted him Friday. Oh, okay. I texted him two times Friday and two times today. Okay. I just said I may have annoyed him. That's what you told me to say. Yeah. I feel like I've been, I may have annoyed him. Yeah. But... You, you picking my your skin. feet up in yeah. the bathroom... Mm-hmm. I did. And anyways, with the hair pulling, like I would be so addicted to it, guys. Like anywhere I was, like I would get in trouble, like in dance and stuff to be like picking up my hair. Um, but it was just like made me feel so safe. And like when you're picking or doing something like that, it's almost like you escape reality and you're like in a completely different headspace. Like everything stops. There's nothing to think about. It's almost like, you know, reading a book or journaling which is a healthier alternative to picking at various body parts and limbs. But it was a really difficult thing for me to get through. And when I started wearing extensions, it made it easier because the hair was obviously fake. Um, and so there wasn't much hair to pull. And I like just completely had destroyed my hair. And sometimes, you know, I'll catch myself doing it once in a while. But again, like it's not to the extreme that it was. So after I got through all that hair picking, the next thing that I started to really struggle with was my skin picking. So when I started to experience acne, like that's when I think everything from hair picking went to skin picking. And I would pick my skin for like three to four hours every single night. Like it was just such a thing that I did. I'd get in my close-up mirror. I'd pick my skin. I caused so many scars, so many unnecessary um issues with my skin by picking and it took me a really long time to stop and honestly the thing that made me stop was becoming so busy that when I got home I was just so exhausted that I didn't have time to like want to do that you know like if I came home from school or xyz you know and I really didn't have a lot of friends at that time because everyone like had moved away for college and I stayed behind um because I went to like community college and I just I didn't go away for college so um yeah, it was just a sad time for me and I would pick my skin a ton and I would feel so guilty and then it was just like this vicious cycle of like you feel so good when you do it. It's like when you're on a high and then you like realize you come back to reality and you realize like what did I do? Like why did I do that? And then you're like I'm never going to do that again and then you do. And it's just like this vicious cycle that's so hard to break. Um and a lot of my clients struggle with dermatillomania and just skin picking in general, it's just hard. And a lot of people think it's, oh, it's just because like it's satisfying. But I think there is 
I not think, I know there is a huge mental aspect of it. It is a mental health disorder. Um, and a lot of people do it to escape reality and, you know, just kind of it's self-harm in a kind of way. It's like almost self-sabotaging yourself. Um, there's just so many different facets of it and it's not just like oh it's because it's fun oh it's because it's satisfying oh because of anxiety oh because of this a lot of it is a form of self-harm too so it's so many different layers that go to it so once I got my skin picking under control this was actually one of the hardest ones for me to kick was picking my cuticles um, and this was actually during my salon suite time. I just was under a lot of stress starting a business. And obviously, you know, my skin was my business. And so it was like super important to keep my skin looking good. So I had to resort to something else. Um, and it was my nails. And I would pick them till they bled. And during that time, I was broke. And I didn't have time or money to get my nails done. And when I would have my nails done and stuff, like it made it a lot easier to not want to pick up my like nails or pick up my cuticles or like peel my skin on my hands. But when I like didn't have my nails done, I like was just constantly like picking at it and they would bleed and be raw and red and like so painful. And I like literally was working in those conditions. It was crazy. Um, and that was really hard for me, like really, really hard for me to stop picking my cuticles and honestly, the thing that made me stop was when I started making money, uh, like a year later and I started getting my nails done, like it would just deter me from picking my nails because I'd always have them done. So now having them done, like it just makes it so much easier, but I'd literally get like tweezers and just peel all of my cuticles and like make my fingers like raw and red and bleeding. Like, do you think it was anxiety or like what, like why, why would you want to pick your cuticles? Um, I think it was anxiety. I think it was like a form of self-harm because it's like it hurts, you know, but it like hurts so good. It's I mean, it's kind of weird to talk about. So trigger warning for everyone that's listening to this. But I think it was like a little bit of both. Yeah. I think it was just like inflicting pain. And then also. Are cuticles a bad thing or it's just like something easy for you to pick? That, it's just like, easy to pick and fidget with in your fingers. And um, it was like fun and satisfying too to like peel the skin and like. It was just, I don't know, was just, there's so, like, again, so many layers. Like, there's not just, like, one reason, but I think a lot of it is deep-rooted, like, a form of self-harm, yeah. anxiety, something to do, and just, like, a picking disorder. Like, when you like to pick, you like to pick everything. Yeah. Like, I mean, as a kid, like, I would always pick my scabs off, always. Like, I would never let anything, which apparently is actually good, is what dermatologists say now, is, like, you're not supposed to let things scab too much or they won't heal right. Really? Yeah. Like, it's less likely to scar? I think there's, yeah, a lot of people say you don't want it to scab mm. like crazy. I mean, I've heard m both, but I've heard some dermatologists say with stuff like you don't want it to get too scabby and crusty. You want to keep it moist. Oh, I can see that. Yeah. You don't want it to get like dry and crusty and scab over. You want it to like stay moist the whole time. Probably like a hydro, what are they called? Hydro bandages? Mm -hmm. They're like wet. Yeah. Interesting. Makes sense. They're like supposed to be super healing. Yeah. So I would do that. And then, yeah, I think all of it stopped really when I just got so busy with work and um, my business. You know, I just like didn't have time to do that anymore. Mm -hmm. um, but I still, you know, not my nails, not actually lately. I've been picking my skin a lot more than I used to and my hair because I think whenever I go through like high anxiety, like that's like my escape. 
Because yeah. I'm not like a drinker. I don't do drugs. Like, you know, I think like that was has always just kind of been my thing to escape. It's like your crutch. Mm-hmm. Because you just completely zone out. Like, it's like the craziest thing. It's like your mind goes blank. Like, you're not even thinking about anything. It's just like everything stops because you're so hyper fixated and so hyper focused on whatever you're doing. And it's just satisfying. I think that's yeah. like the two pieces of it is it's satisfying and it's also a form of like, you know, self-mutilation. And then also on top of that, like it just you, everything around you is just quiet when oh, you, yeah. you're just completely. I always know when you're zone. like feeling anxious or like having a day when we're like on a 30 minute car ride to Dallas or something. And like the whole time you're just picking my hair. Yeah. Staring down at your hair and going through each individual strand of your hair. Yeah, it's definitely like, like my strap. Are we okay over Yeah, there? signs Savannah's not okay picking her hair. Yeah. And now I don't do my hands because I always have my nails done, which yeah. is a big help. But the skin thing is hard. Like, if I'm stressed, like, it just happens. So you would say, like, would you define this as, like, someone who, like, does it every day? Like, it's like... It is, or multiple times a day. There's actually a really good Instagram, and it's actually a charity that I donate to and absolutely love. I don't know if I've talked to you about this, Tyler, um, but it's so good. It's called Picking Me. So if anyone deals with dermatillomania or needs support, it's amazing. So it's also called Excortion Disorder, too. Excortion? Mm-hmm. Well, maybe the... When you're one more time, dermatillomania, dermatillomania and then that's just for skin. No, I yeah, I think derm. Well, derma is skin. skin so yeah. that's why I'm saying maybe that's like more broad. Yeah, like you're picking excortion, your skin, you're picking your hair, mm-hmm. you're picking. Yeah, it's actually amazing. So it's called Picking Me F D N, which is found for foundation. Hmm. Picking Me Foundation, but I mean it's really so beautiful, and I just I love the woman that runs this. She's so sweet. Like, it's just such an amazing resource for people that are struggling. Um, Like, they talk about everything. Like, people that get tattoos, that pick their tattoos. Cuticle picking. See, look. Oh, yeah. Cuticle picking is a big one. Let's read some of their management tips. So, they say finger stimulation, acupuncture ring, a finger massager, finger ice packs, gel finger sleeves, nail jewelry. To like fidget with mm-hmm. and then physical barriers they say guitar guitar picking finger gloves gloves finger puppets finger cots money counting finger covers so it's really nice and then they have skincare recommendations for stuff for like cute to heal you know yeah it's really amazing resources. And then they say, like, get your acrylic nails, thick, round. Like, they just have so many resources, um, which is so good. So that's another one. Let's see what other ones they have. Yeah, because I used to pick my skin a lot when I had acne, but I feel like it wasn't, you know, I don't think it was like a compulsion. No, it, there's a difference between just like wanting to get the pimples off your face yeah. versus like an actual mental disorder. Like this yeah. is like an actual mental disorder. It's classified and people go to therapy and all of that. Another one is picking your chest. So that's the other thing when it gets really extreme, like people will pick things that aren't there, you know, so yeah. they'll start to pick like at their chest or like and just cause issues for themselves that never existed. So it's really hard. Like this girl says... Um, where'd it go? Oh, it's a video. 
Hi, I have dermatillomania and I compulsively pick at my nipple hairs to the... Oh my God, it's like a video and it keeps going away. To the point where they bleed. I'm so insecure about it. Has anyone else had this issue? So there's just like a lot of things that go into it. And it's so amazing to watch these women's journeys that go through, you know, dermatillomania or excortion disorder because um, it makes you feel way less alone. Yeah. Like way, way, way less alone. So I really highly recommend this resource. It's one of my favorite pages and you feel less alone and then it helps you find, you know, community to help you heal. I think they have like a Facebook group too where you can connect with other people that are going through it. But yeah, it's really sweet. I didn't realize that was such a common issue. A lot of people suffer in silence with that kind of stuff because it's embarrassing, you know? I mean, guys, I'm a nail biter. Yeah. Like really bad. Maybe you have a form of it. I don't think it's picking though. I think that's totally different. Nail biting. Do you ever bite it to the point where it like bleeds and like try to like hurt yourself? Never. Okay. Yeah. You're fine. You're just gross. No, I'm just anxious. You're just nasty little rat eating your fingers. Okay. I, this is my biggest thing. If I could fix anything about you, it'd be that because I I have such pretty How are you supposed to be a high elevated classy man with the fingers of a seven-year-old boy that gnaws at them. Like, <laughs> You're not wrong. It's like, again, you Takes said, you from a 10 to an 8, and I hope said, you know that. You said everyone needs advice. This is my advice. You have many others, babe. Not many others. Yeah. No. We're going to stop picking your nails and biting your nails in 2025. Okay. Like one more year. Give me one more year, yeah. Thank you. And then you're done. Because you can't be like an 80-year-old man fucking biting his nails. Why not? No. I don't even... My problem is, is like, how do you fix that? I don't even know. You just stop. If only it were that simple. Because the thing is, is like... See, it is a brain thing, though, for sure. Because like, if I stopped for two weeks, I would look at my nails and be like... Oh, Get nail clippers. I have nail clippers, obviously. I don't like chew my toenails. Well, why don't you just start clipping your nails? Instead of biting them. I don't know. I need to get like, you know how they have like that bitter nail polish? Yeah. It's like ass. I'm going to get you for Christmas. <laughs> your birthday. I really hope that we can get you to a place where you don't do that anymore. My hands are pretty ugly. I have. I could, well, there are two things. His crusty ass lips and his <laughs> hands are my two. Okay. Pain. My lips are a little dry right now. Yes. Because you would refuse to wear lip balm, but now you do. So now I don't worry about your crusty lips because they're not crusty. They were crusty when I met you. They're... A little less crusty now. I haven't used it in a while. It's okay. We can talk about my vice, my issues. Okay. Call them out. Let's go. I don't know. I can pull, not flushing the toilet. Oh, yeah. It's <laughs> my nasty thing. To- never flushes the toilet. Ever. We'll throw up anywhere and then blame it on someone <laughs> Okay, yes. <laughs> I will throw up and blame it on someone else. That's me. Um. No, I don't know. I don't know. I would have to think about it. I would definitely say the toilet flushing is like my, I will in public, but like at my house, like if I'm just, I mean, I'm not going to like shit in a toilet and not flush it, but sometimes, <laughs> oh, okay. Maybe once. Maybe. Yeah. But not often. Like No, but I also don't use your, the same bathroom as that's, you I never poop house. at night. So if I poop at night, I don't like to flush it because it wakes up like the dogs and it wakes up Lance. And so 
I don't flush at night. And that's usually what the issue is. That's where this all this habit started. And now it's, it just has blood into the daytime. Yes. Well, I mean, growing up, because my brother and I had a Jack and Jill bathroom. Mm-hmm. If y'all don't know what that is, it's like a room and then a connecting door to the bathroom. And then the other room's here, which connects to the bathroom. So it's like... I thought normally you have... Oh, no, no, no. You have two separate sinks. Sinks. And then and you then share the toilet, toilet in the bathtub. And, yeah. Yeah. In the okay. shower. So yeah. it was our Jack and Jill bathroom. And it was just, you could hear everything. So like we made like a rule growing up where like both of us won't flush at night so we don't have to wake each other up and so then y'all are some light ass fucking sleepers (laughs) we're ready for war if someone tries to come into our home that's crazy yeah a toilet flushing would wake you up yes do you still sleep that you do not sleep that light anymore Yes, if, if Lance wakes toilet, up, yeah, no, if you slept in the same bed with me in my bathroom and you flushed my toilet, I'd wake up. That's crazy. Yeah, well. I would absolutely not. So anyways, that's where this started, out of cur- common courtesy, <laughs> not out of disgust. Okay, mine started out of disgust. <laughs> Are you just trying to one-up me here? No. You're trying to say, I'm better than you, just so you know. No, but then it became a habit, and now it just, like, happens time to time. So. Yeah. But I want everyone to be very aware. I flush the toilet at my spa. The okay? good thing is, is that I flush the toilet in public bathrooms. Okay, and I don't know if I believe that. I do. I think you entrust the automatic toilet flushing. Okay, well it does it for you. <laughs> yeah. But if it doesn't, I still do. I'm not okay. gross. But at home, sometimes I'd be forgetting. Yeah, I never see it though because I never use the same bathroom as you. Yeah, so so no harm, no foul. But you have to stare at these bad puppies all day, every day. <laughs> the little nubs, poor guys. I, just... not, I don't bite into the nail bed. Because <sighs> some people, like, I know people who, like, have gone all the way down to, like, half oh, It makes bed. me sick. I don't get that. Okay, don't bully me. Right, I'm going to start. If you guys are watching the YouTube video, this is how I'm going to be around her all the time now. I hate them. Stop. I want better for you. I have pretty hands. Yeah, and you destroy them doing that. It's because I love you. If I didn't love you, I'd let you walk around looking like that. I have to bully you into stopping. I just have to like literally like traumatize you with bullying. We're going to go home and just be like, you're ugly. You're <laughs> ugly. You're hideous. I feel like you were 10, now you're, you're two. You're never going to find anyone to love. Yeah. that's She has told me that before. No, I have not. Yeah, you have. That no one's going to love you with those fingers? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I have. <laughs> you have. I was like, if they don't want me, then I don't want them. But Tyler, you're just too classy and elevated to go through that. Like, if you were like seven, I'd be like... See, the thing is, is I don't know. Like, people notice it? Like, yes. That's sad. Like, when you shake someone's it. hand, they're like, damn, look at those nubs. No one is looking... I'm going to start... <laughs> that's how I'm going to shake hands from now on. No, because on. you're going to stop. Okay. We're going to get you to stop, bestie. It's going to be okay. I think, like, part of it was, like, also... How do people wear hats? I'm so uncomfortable. I love a hat. Um, Sweating. I think it was also exacerbated because I played viola and mm. you cannot have nails like mm-hmm. at all when you're playing. That definitely it all. makes sense. So like uh, most people have nail clippers in their case. I had my teeth. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, like I, I could never grow up my nails. Yeah. Like, I could not. But I can relate to you because I actually got kicked out of a church camp once because of that. Because of biting your nails? Well, no. (laughs) (laughs) Then what do you mean you can relate to me? Well, it's kind of gross. (laughs) I've told you this story. I don't remember. 
or if I did, <laughs> I told my parents I was like a demon because I was <laughs> I was a nail biter growing up, and I like loved biting my nails, and I'd bite okay. my toenails too. Okay, because I was flexible. <laughs> I was biting all the kids' toenails for them. Because... You've never told me this. You've never told me this. You oh were taking goodness. this one to the grave. No, everyone on the podcast. <laughs> and they called my mom, and they were like, "You need to come pick up your daughter. She's." <laughs> Biting off other kids' toenails. Because I'd be like, let me do it for you. And I did my how, brother's all the time. How old are you? At like six. Okay. It's like, they kicked me out and they thought I had like a demon in me. And they told my mom it was like a demon. That it was like demonic activity at the imagine church. Imagine you got an exorcism <laughs> at the age of six. Would, but like I just remember they would all sit in a line and they thought it was funny and they'd all laugh and giggle and I'd do it because I'd get like on my hands and knees. You were not being laughed with. You were being laughed at. <laughs> and I would get their toes going. I can't believe they would let you do that. They, were, they thought it was funny. That's crazy. I would. So I think that's worse. So now do you feel better? Yeah, a little bit. But I'm also like 24. <laughs> I was a weird kid. I got in trouble for licking. Licking people? <laughs> yeah, I licked people growing up too. My mom got called many times because I'd lick people. I got actually. Just like what? Their like ear or their. Like their arm. arm. Okay. Not their face or anything, but I'd like lick their arm and run them like. <laughs> lick people. I was a licker. I was a toe biter. I'd bite people's toes off. Toenails. <laughs> That's. <laughs> That makes me feel better. I'm glad. But some of but us outgrow things. Yeah, some <laughs> of us outgrew it. Others did not. It's okay. I support. No, I don't. Um, but I do love you. <laughs> I love you too. I just want better for you. We'll get through it together. I like, you know, I bet friends are supposed to better you. And, you know, I've taken care of your crusty lips. And now we just need to take care of your little nubs. What and I, I need to learn how to flush. What if I love my nubs? And you need to stop picking. Yeah, stop picking. Yeah, we'll do it. We got this. Starting today. You said no handshakes. Don't touch me with those. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> you know I love you. I just give you a hard time because you want better for me. I want better for you. I want better. I've tried multiple times in the past. I know so. it's hard. It's yeah. I won't it's okay. say I'm sure Cyrus will go through it too, and then we can just help you guys together. Okay. <laughs> Not the 10-year-old and the 28-year-old going through rehab for nail-biting together. I did. I mean, I did it as a kid, too. It was bad. The problem is, is I think my I think my dad also... I don't know if my dad does it. I think he does. Or at least when I was growing up, he did. Mm, so, like, kind of yeah, made you want to do it. I just, like... Followed his lead. Mm-hmm. Impressionable young mind. Mm-hmm. Ruined me. He did ruin you. It's all your fault. Damn, Dad. He doesn't watch, but it's okay. He's asked me like three times what the name of the podcast is, and I've been like, You're like I don't ah, know. I really don't know the name. No, <laughs> that's literally me. I'm like, I do not want it. I have no idea what it's called. I know. All it would take is him to look up Savannah Boda podcast, and it'd be like the first three <laughs> things on Google. That's but so funny. It's okay. That's what's good about having a dad who's 67 years old. Damn, he old. Super old. We love that for him, though. Slaking. But if you're struggling, you're not alone. Yeah. Um, I went we into believe this, in you. I went into this thinking that I didn't have any issues, and now I'm coming out of this having a crisis. So, okay. we all got something to work on this year. Yeah, it's, I'm gonna wait till 2025, but you guys should start now. <laughs> We're gonna have you start now, babe, because this ain't the look. It's not for you. 
We love you guys so much. We love you so much. Hope Tell Tyler in the comments to stop Do picking not. his nubs. If it was like a mental health issue, like we'd all support you. But you've said so many times that you're like so mentally healthy and you have no issues. So like this is just almost like a habit. That's no, bad. it's definitely a habit. It's I think I know. Yeah, because I'll be totally fine and I'll still do it. Like it yeah. doesn't matter if I'm having a hard day or I'm having like, yeah, the best like day of my addiction. entire life. Yeah, it is an addiction. So, well, please don't bully me. Bully him. I turned my DMs off. Did I tell you that? Yeah. <laughs> These people would be like, Savannah didn't answer my DM. Will you show her this? <laughs> and you're like, yeah, I ain't I, the one. I would get a lot of DMs asking me to forward messages for her and just He's like, I also some weird that. stuff. And What, like I want to have sex with you kind of thing? No, just like, I don't know. Just... I'm not cut out for this life. I'm like, only on the podcast because Savannah really likes when I'm here. And she feels like she can talk more openly and it's a more comfortable setting for her. But I'm not an influencer. I'm everything but an influencer. You influence me. And I love you guys. And you guys, every one of you guys that I've met are so sweet, so nice. But I'm a shy boy at heart. and talking to strangers online has always been a little strange to me like I can't do dating apps I can't like do any of it and so like when I'm getting dms from people that I don't know like I know it's like out of love and thing but it's like I don't know how I like have it you see that's what gives me anxiety Mm. and I don't know why the love no it's just like talking to people that I don't know Mm -hmm. you know what I mean like I can't do it I need to like meet my future person at a grocery store, aisle six. Like, that's the only way it'll happen. Not like, with those nubs. Okay, fair enough. But you guys going to be reaching for the apples? He's going to be like, I, I'm doing everything underhand <laughs> from now on. So no, one, no one will see the tops of my hands. I'm going to scoop it out of the... <laughs> like yeah. That's so funny. Well, do you want to tell... Well, we'll tell him next time what we're doing. Okay. Well, have a wonderful rest of your week, you guys. We love love you. you. And you're not alone. You are not alone. Never, ever, ever. But go follow that Instagram that Savannah talked about. Or if you have clients who suffer from the same thing, it's a good resource for them. Mm -hmm. It is. And we'll get through it. We'll get through it. Bye, besties. Bye, besties.